As you know, this podcast is called the Limitless Life Podcast for a reason. I love helping people create their limitless lives. And to do that, I really like having people on the show who can bring you new ways of being and help you access new states of awareness. And so I have a guest with me today and she's got a really amazing story. She has overcome addiction, anxiety, depression, as well as many other limitations from years of abuse. And she's now dedicated to facilitating the rise of the female visionary, which I love. She's a mother of two daughters, a wife and a business owner. And she knows how hard it can be for women to carve a path to their dreams. And so she is here to help. Her name is Erin Fugate, and we're going to dive into this episode today. She's going to tell us a bit about where she's come from, her past, all the things she's overcome, and how essential oils helped her do that. So let's dive into this. Are you feeling stuck in life or in business? Maybe you're not magnetizing the money or the relationships that you're trying to manifest. Perhaps you're finding yourself stuck in opposing patterns. One minute you're in high performance mode and the next you feel totally drained, disconnected, and burnt out. If any of that sounds familiar, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Brenda Johnson and this is the Limitless Life Podcast. After changing my own relationship to success and more importantly myself, I was able to turn my passion into profit. I've also learned over the years how to make the deep transformational work easier and more effective, which is why I am obsessed with the power of the subconscious mind. And this is a place that I help people just like you strategically unlock your abundance mindset, activate your true manifesting capabilities, so you can finally have the limitless life that you're meant to have. Welcome back to the Limitless Life podcast, or welcome if you're new here. I'm excited because I have a guest with me today, and she's pretty spectacular. I have Erin Fugate with me, and she is a speaker, a wellness educator, a success coach, and a visionary for leaders. And she's got a pretty awesome story to tell, and that's why I'm really excited to have you here today. Welcome. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. You know what? I We met in, how did we meet? In the Posse group. In the Posse. But I mean, Tiffany had talked about you a lot before which I love and appreciate but you and I I just we started having conversations in Instagram and I loved all the things you were doing and you asked really great questions and I was like I need to know this woman more (laughs) which sounds super creepy sometimes but it is what it is so I want to, to bring you on here because what you do and what I do they kind of go really well together you work a lot with essential oils. You're doing a lot of things to help people shift beliefs and do stuff, but in completely different ways than I do. So that's really why I wanted to have you on today. But before we get into that, I would love for you just to tell us, how did you even get into the oils? Like, have you been doing this all your life? How did this happen? Okay. So I had one of those crazy oil moms, like, you know, the crazy essential oil lady in your life, you might be her. I'm not sure, but like, she will be like, here's a bottle of this and a bottle of this. And Oh, you, you need this. My mom would have straightened my teeth with essential oils. If she could have, 
like that extreme. I didn't really get it. I was just like, they smell good. I kind of liked a couple for the way they smelled. And I will admit the peppermint was great on a stomach ache when I was a kid. But I was like, mm, that is your, that is like my mom's weird hippie shit. I want to be normal. I want to eat McDonald's. I want to take antibiotics. I want like them give me the medicine. Mm. And um, I spent a lot of my young adult life trying to not be my mom. And that, that got me into, um, <laughs> I ended up being a major party girl in LA I had a serious cocaine addiction. I used methamphetamines almost every week. I ended my party career with a Vicodin addiction because of a prescription from a dentist. And this lifestyle ended me with like anxiety, depression, weird rashes all over my body, headaches. I couldn't walk more than a city block without being in excruciating pain. And I was like 33 years old. And so I went to my doctor and I said, you know, like, this is what's going on. Like, what should I do? And they gave me a pill. They didn't talk to me about diet. They didn't talk to me about exercise. They didn't tell me that there was hope at the end of this dark tunnel. Wow. And I just was like, um, I knew, I knew well enough because of the way I was raised where I kind of said, I'm going to take your pill. I didn't take their pill. The pill made me feel horrible. And it had all these side effects. And so I finally went back to my mom and was like, you kind of want to know, like, eat, you know, eat cow. Like, I want to know about that natural stuff you were always teaching me. And so she reintroduced me to the essential oils and got me like eating green smoothies and got me in a yoga class and in meditation. And I was still using drugs and going to yoga every day and like trying to change my diet. Um, and I was beginning to like, really want to change my life. I didn't want to show up to the yoga class every day, cracked out and hung over. I didn't want to end up in another strange man's bed every night after the club. I wanted something more and I wanted to make an impact in the world. I really wanted to be an inspiration and help to lift people up because I knew what it was like to struggle emotionally. I'd been struggling with depression since I was probably 12 years old. And so I just was praying, but I didn't believe in God. It was this weird moment where I'm in my yoga class. They put you down in Shavasana, which is the corpse pose. And I'm just laying there miserable. And I kind of said, I don't know if you exist, like God, the universe, whatever, Buddha, Kuan Yin, whoever you are out there. I don't know if you exist, but I need help and I need guidance and I want more of my life and I don't know what to do and I don't know what the first step is to take. And this extremely clear voice came to me and said, Aaron, you have to teach. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to teach about? <laughs> like, I like that you were like, what the fuck am I going to teach about? Not what what the fuck was that voice? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Well, that's the hippie mom too. Like, yeah, spirits come all the time and talk to you, of course. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, But I really was just like, you're crazy. I could teach people how to, um, you know, start the night with cocaine and end it with acid. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I can teach you how to do that, but special blends. I can't <laughs> like blends. Yeah, blending. Um, but literally, the cool part about this story is I went, okay, I prayed, I got an answer. Now my job is to look for the signs and to say yes to opportunities. Less than seven days later, this man walked up to me. He was another yogi in the yoga studio. And he said, I hear you have an essential oil, mom. And I was like, yeah. He's like, do you like essential oils? I'm like, oh, not really. You should talk to her. And he's like, well, smell this. And I actually have it right here. It's a blend called Whisper. Mm. It's like jasmine and rose and mm, it smells so good. I smelled it and it felt like every cell of my body went yes. Like came on board, pinged alive and was just say yes to whatever he's asking you. And he asked me to join his network marketing business and start selling essential oils. But this is the thing he said that made me realize it was a God directed thing. He said, it's this new company. It's called doTERRA and they're looking for educators. And I got chills and I was like, oh, I know about essential oils. My mom's been using them forever. And I'm a marketer, you know, and I'm like really good at spotting trends. And I was like, people are going to go crazy for essential oils in the next couple of years. Little did I know that I would like be a part of making that happen. But right. yeah, I just said, yes, I just was like, this is my way out. This is my solution. I didn't even realize at the time that the oils were actually going to heal me. I just saw the, I just was following the signs. And I saw it as an, an option, an alternative career path. So how long after you started kind of doing that as a career path, did the healing kind of like, how did that unfold for you? Yeah. So, so at this time, like I said, I was still going out to the clubs, like hardcore partying. Um, I, this is how extreme it was. If you've ever done cocaine, your nose gets a little like inflamed at the end of the night and you can't really breathe. So I would use peppermint to clear up my nose. <laughs> right. So like I'm in it, like I'm in it. And I started to use the, the oils uh, on a daily basis, a little citrus in my water, frankincense under my tongue, putting grounding oils on the bottom of my feet. And I feel like that started to change my desires. I wasn't going out as much. I wasn't drinking as much. And then I went to a um, conference where I got to sit in a three hour long workshop about essential oils. And I, the science was presented and the presenter talked about essential oils for anxiety. And that was like my biggest problem. I was on anxiety medication. Um, it was really bad. And I said in my mind, oh, the essential oils could help my anxiety. And so I went home and I took it to my doctor and I showed him the research. I was like, do you think that I could use this as a complimentary treatment? Do you think maybe I could get off my anxiety medication? He was like, let's see. Let's oh, try. wow. You actually had a pretty open doctor because most of them he was cool. would have been like, yeah. no, that's not going to work. He was very cool. He was also a Buddhist and believed a lot in meditation. Right. And his whole purpose was let's stitch the brain back together. And so he was using the anxiety medication as a bridge 
And then I brought in the oils and I was able to wean myself off in about three months. And now it's been 14 years, not only clean from narcotics, but I've been off of anxiety medication, depression medication for 14 years. And I use the oils every day without fail. Like if I forget to use them. Wow. Um, And then it, it, it continued from there. I went through probably two and a half years of completely shedding my skin is what it felt like. And it was mental and emotional and it was internal and it was my actual skin. Um, meaning like I would have these weird rashes and they would flop off and I would have like digestive cleansing and I would have, um, emotional cleansing. And I just let the plants heal me. I just let them heal me. And they did. Was there a part of you, like, how did you have the trust to just let it? Cause most people would have the rashes and the weird things and they'd freak out. What, what was it that you were like, no, I just need to trust this. So my mom was a professional psychic and very spiritual person. So I grew up um, with that understanding and early on in our journey, cause she also was doing this with me. We lived together at this time, early on in our journey, we sat down and we channeled the plant kingdom together. And our question just was like, what, you know, what's your message? What's your purpose? How can we help? And I saw very clearly how at that time, the, the plant kingdom wanted to wake people up to their divinity and to help people kind of come on board with this idea that we're all connected. And the message was so clear that I just, I was on purpose. I was like, I work for the plants. I work for mother earth. At the time, my, my business name was guided by Gaia. Mm. Um, yeah, I just believed it because they told me. And I know that might sound crazy to say. That doesn't sound crazy to me at all. So (laughs) I'm like, oh, cool. No, that doesn't sound crazy at all. It's so amazing, especially when you can connect into nature like that. It's why I'm obsessed with mushrooms. I love finding the mushrooms because they represent like life and death all at the same time. And they all talk to you like nature, man, (laughs) This, that could be a whole nother podcast we could do because it's I know so, so <laughs> powerful and so beautiful. And so many of us are just disconnected from it. Yeah. And so I love that, like, I love that your mom was always doing this stuff and you kind of tried it to avoid it. Do you think also that the party lifestyle was, were you trying to shut down your gifts? When I was on a dance floor and, you know, high, I was happy for a time because yeah, I couldn't like hear all the stuff or feel all the stuff. I was just in my own space in like, I, like, I didn't care. I didn't give a fuck. Um, and when I'm not, when I don't have that buffer, you know, I'm extremely empathic. If someone around me is upset, I'm upset. And so stopping the party lifestyle has really been about learning how to manage my own energy. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) I 
it's not easy. It's a daily practice. I just met you and have been doing your energy clearing meditation, which is such a gift. And I appreciate it so much, but like, yeah, I only take a shower like every other day, but I need to clear my energy like five to six times a day. (laughs) Yeah. And it's crazy because the energy management piece of stuff, which is obviously a big part of what I do because it's not, you can't see it. It's not quantifiable. It's not a strategy. People have a hard time incorporating it as like a daily thing, but as an intuitive, as a very deeply strong empath, it makes such a difference. Half the time, like a lot of that anxiety you were feeling, most of it probably wasn't even yours. Yeah. It's wild. So how do you bring the oils? Cause well, there's so many things I want to talk to you about with the oils. Cause I know we wanted to talk about like the abundant stuff because that's what we do. But I also know that you do a lot of moon rituals as do I, cause I love the power of the moon. Let's just talk about a bunch of things. So let's start with the abundance. How can people use oils to bring things into their lives or to change beliefs or to use the oils in a different way that they're probably not even aware you can do? So um, when I first started with the oils, I was on food stamps like that down and out. And I really wanted financial And as I started to build uh, a business for myself and income for myself, there were all these mindset issues that were getting in the way, like fear of outshining. What will other people think? Oh, I can't drive a nice car because then my friends will think that I'm, you know, changed. But I had these desires, like I wanted to drive a nice car. I wanted to travel. I wanted to have freedom. And so I had been studying law of attraction for a while and I understood the manifestation concept that if you want something, you have to resonate as it so that it can be magnetized to you. So if you want to have a million dollar year in your business, you have to do the work right now to go, what would it feel like to have a million dollar year in my business? And then you have to find a way to feel it right now, which Okay, easy, maybe not hard. What's difficult though, is holding and maintaining that feeling. Yes. So you might do the work and be like, okay, a million dollar year feels like freedom. I feel free when I'm in my garden. But the minute you step out of your garden, there's bills to be paid. You don't have enough money for rent. It can be really hard to maintain that. If you take an essential oil, doesn't matter what one. Well, I've got wild orange right here. So if you take wild orange, it's actually the oil of abundance. And every time you go out in your garden and you feel that freedom, you smell wild orange, you have now anchored that smell to that subconscious mind. So that feeling of freedom is now associated with wild orange. So then every single day throughout the day, you just smell your wild orange, you diffuse it. You can even put this in your water and without even thinking about it, you're that anchor is bringing you back there. Freedom, 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 which is tied to million dollar year, million dollar year. And then the universe just conspires with you, right? You know this. Yep. (laughs) So it's, it's like a hack 
you know, it's a way to just maintain that vibrational match throughout the day and definitely bring yourself back there. If you know that you've like, you you get a notification on your phone that tells you your bank account is in the red anxiety, 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 go to the oil that you anchored with do like three deep inhales and you can feel your body return to freedom. I'm safe. So that's a little bit about it and how that works. Aromatherapy is so powerful because years ago when I was going like many years ago, now it was like 10 years ago when I was going through my divorce and I had to sell the house and stuff. I remember the agent, I would come home and I'm like, it smells so good in here. And she was like, yeah, I'm making it smell like your grandmother's cooking cookies. Yep. And there was moments and I was like, I didn't even want to sell the house. Like it just wow. made me feel so safe and comfortable. And I'd never felt that way in that house. She's like, yeah, every time we have a showing, I put on a specific blend. Maybe it's cinnamon and cloves. Maybe it's like pumpkin. Maybe it's cookies, vanilla. I was like, that is wild. And I think that was my first, like I had known about aromatherapy because I've always been into like the things, but I didn't, I didn't have exposure to it. So that was my first exposure of a smell bringing me back somewhere, which is, it's so powerful. And you can, you can use anchors with smells and music and all the things, but I love the idea of doing it with something that you can carry around with you. Right. It's easy to have it in your purse. Um, and it, it smells good. You know, you pick something that is a scent that you enjoy and others enjoy and it's fun. So is there like a special besides the wild orange, what other oils are great for abundance? Frankincense. Definitely. Frankincense is the king of all essential oils. Um, sandalwood is going to be great for abundance. Cinnamon is wonderful for abundance, but the way that I really think about it is what is the thing that's keeping you from feeling abundant? Is it fear of, um, not being safe? Like does money equal not safe? Does money equal everyone will leave you? So abandonment. Does money equal too many problems? So overwhelm. So go at it from that standpoint, figure out what the block is, then pick essential oils that make you feel safe or pick essential oils that make you feel confident. Mm -hmm. I love that idea. Pick the scents that make you feel safe. So for me, a big one would be like cinnamon and cloves. And I don't even really know why, but I've always, they just make me feel like a big warm hug. That's yeah. very interesting. I love that perspective. Find the ones that make you feel calm or safe or confident. Yeah, I like that. And I think everybody listening to that, that's something that's totally doable. And years ago, before essential oils were cool, I used to blend my own blends. I had a company that I called F and Essentials, but people didn't want to spend the money on the oils back then. So I was just like, oh, well, that was fun for me. But what I know there's very specific things when it comes to oils, there's a lot of shitty oils out there. So what should people be looking for in essential oils? 
Yes. Okay. So 95% of all essential oils sold on the marketplace are absolute crap. So if you go to a store, I don't know what it is in Canada, but we have like Walmart and Costco. Yeah, we have those. These kind of big box, box stores. Okay. They sell essential oils there. But if the frankincense is the same price as the orange, you're in trouble. <laughs> like That's one thing you can look for. It should, they should vary in cost, but really you want to make sure that you're working with a company that is sourcing uh, attentively and testing. There are very few companies that do that. I personally have chosen doTERRA. I'm sure there's a couple other ones, but you would call and you would say, how often do you test your oils? Can I see a printout of that test? Where do you source your frankincense from? Where do you source your whatever lavender from? And if they say, oh, we have our own farms. No, that's not how it works. Each plant is grown the best in a particular part of the world. And oftentimes it's going to be um, in an impoverished country. So you also have to watch out for, are the practices fair? Are these people being compensated correctly? Are they being encouraged to use traditional farming practices or are they being encouraged to have a higher yield, which would then produce a lower quality oil? So you can really geek out on the sourcing side of it. And you just want to find a company that cares about that as well. So much stuff. I want to go back because we were talking about the abundance stuff. I want to talk about moon rituals because I, I'm a fan of the moon ritual. I'm the fan, like the moon is one of my ruling planets. So like, and to everybody listening, I'm going to just say this again. Just because we're speaking about rituals and we're talking about all these things doesn't mean you need to do all the things all the time. Just because we're talking about moon manifesting, you don't need to do the moon manifesting. Do what feels right for you. Do what feels, do what works for you. This podcast is to help expose you to new things and new ideas and to cut through the fluff and the shit. But just because you're hearing this stuff doesn't mean you need to do all the things all the time. So make that very clear. Cause I know some people, I was like this, I would hear new things and I'd be trying all the things and writing my affirmations 550 times and smelling the oils and manifesting with the moon. And no, it's too much. Do what works for you. So with the moon, how do you use oils for that process? Yeah. So, um, I didn't realize that the moon was affecting me so much until I went on this very particular trip to Argentina. I was in Argentina for six weeks in my mid twenties. And for some reason, I kind of like looked at the cycle of the moon through that whole trip. And I realized that my moods were connected to the moon. I would like on a full moon want to move or break up with a boyfriend. And on a new moon, I would have like a new business idea. And I thought I was like, a little all over the place and scattered. And just on this trip, I went, oh my gosh, it's the moon, it's the moon. So ever since then, I have tracked the moon. And to what you're talking about, what's really cool 
is sometimes I will actually track the moon and pay attention. And sometimes I'll forget it. And then I'll schedule an event and it'll be on some lunar magical lunar night. So trusting if you're connected to the moon, if you have that calling, you're connected to the moon. There's nothing you can do about it. You're just a moon person. It's true. Don't, don't worry about it. Um, so for, see, for many years, it was just a moon. I would do moon practices and moon rituals. And then when I learned about this anchoring concept, I went, oh, when I'm doing my new moon manifesting ritual, if I make a specific blend for that moon, I will be able to anchor the particular manifestation for that cycle. And then when the full moon comes, I kind of freak out. So if I make a blend that I anchor to like, how I want to feel for the full moon. One of the things the full moon, the lesson the full moon has for me is that I am intuitive and it's okay to have a couple of days where I'm in my like intuitive space, which means I don't make plans. I don't hang out with people. Sometimes I'm just laying on the couch watching my favorite show. Sometimes I'm like in a bath under the moon and full ritual. So it's like, okay, I can make a blend to help me manage the energies of the moon. And I can make a blend to help me with my manifestation practice through that anchoring concept. Um, so now I design a blend every new moon and every full moon. I post it on social media so you can all share. It's completely intuitive. Um, the oils, like the oils speak to me. Every plant is a personality. So I don't always even need to smell the oils to make the blend. It will often just be like, there's usually a leader, like Magnolia will say, hey, I want to be like the star, this full moon. And then the other oils I'll kind of bring in to produce the blend. I don't sell the blend, by the way. A lot of people are like, can you buy the blend? I don't sell it. This is for you to take my recipe and make your own. Yeah, and I think it's important too take the recipe, put your own intentions into it and your own energy. But I love, I love how you're saying the oils just speak to me. It's kind of like when people's energy just speaks to me, it's like, oh, or you're walking by like a, a plant and it'll just start talking or an animal just say, it, and you're like, whoa, <laughs> hello there. I love that. I'm going to try that. I've never, this is interesting to me. I haven't used I haven't brought oils into my moon stuff, but I'm, I'm going to try this and I'm going to let you know how that goes. Cause that's exciting to me. Yeah. And charge it under the moon too, you know, make your oh, blend, yes. put your crystal, you can put crystals in with the oils or next to the oils, put it out on your moon altar, mm. charge it, make your moon water. I mean, that's so. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> Aside from the mystical stuff, I do have some human questions about oils. So I have oh, a lot okay. of animals. I know, right? Oh. <laughs> I have a lot of <laughs> right. I have a lot of animals in the house, and I've heard a lot people saying, "Oh, be careful, because a lot of the oils will like hurt the animals, and don't do this, and don't use that, and don't diffuse, and don't." And I'm like, "Ooh, is." Are there specific oils that are, you should definitely stay away from when you have like cats and dogs? Okay. So I love doing myth busters and I do them on my social media a lot because there is so much flying around on the internet 
And with almost every myth buster, the answer is yes and no. So with animals, cats are completely unique. Cats are um, missing an enzyme in their liver. So they cannot process chemicals and toxins like other animals can. I know, of course, leave it to a cat to be so unique. Yeah, so like extra. <laughs> They're so extra, right? So with cats, I rarely use essential oils with cats. There's a time and a place, but you're going to want to use hydrosols with cats. It's just more diluted. If you wanted to use an essential oil, you would dilute it to the point of one drop of oil in a tablespoon of carrier oil. And then one drop of that would be the cat dosage. So like if a cat has a, a abscess, you know, sometimes cats will get abscessed if they get in a cat fight. Frankincense is going to be great for that, but you would dilute it that much. If you're diffusing in your home, this goes for cats and dogs and all animals. You want to make sure that they can get out of the space where it's being diffused. So most diffusers do about a 300 square foot space. So if I had a diffuser going in my bedroom and the cat was locked in there, I wouldn't do that to the cat. It's just not nice, right? They need to have free will. So don't put the oils in their food. Don't put the oils in their water. It's not okay. Like they need to choose. Now your oils have to be pure. And I can't stress this enough. Some the oil, the stuff they put in oils to dilute it or to adulterate it is sometimes the same stuff they use in breaker fluid, or like brake fluid. So do not cut corners. Don't buy your oils on Amazon. Don't, not for yourself, not for your pets, not for anyone. But usually <laughs> it's gross, right? It's so gross. Um, and it's not regulated, the essential oil world. So a company can actually put totally fake synthetic lavender in a bottle and say it's 100% pure lavender. So you wanna avoid that with your cats and, and people. The reason that there's all this like, oh, don't use oils with pets is there was um, a situation where somebody took a full bottle of tea tree oil and dumped it on a cat. And okay, it that's killed just the cat. stupid. Why are it's people just stupid? stupid? People are just stupid. So yeah, let's be careful with our pets use pure oils, um, dogs and horses and cows. You can actually use oils with them. Cats just, there's usually an alternative for a cat, but I hear people say like, I just, I don't even use oils cause I have a cat. And it's like, no, we don't have to be that extreme. Well, I'm sitting here thinking about something. So cats are extra and we have three of them and they're all very like saucy. And I've had, I've gone through like five diffusers because one of the cats Anytime I have the defeat, he will chew through the cord. Oh, so wow. I just think like, he doesn't like, like them. <laughs> so I, I don't like having it. them. Like there's one, it's back here. You can see it behind my picture frame. Yeah. And I have to have the plug behind it because he will eat the cable. Oh my goodness. Now there's lots of ways to use oils and not diffuse. So cat owners, you know, if your cat is like, I'm not into it there's alternative. I love you had like the rollerball thing with you. I love rollerballs. Mm -hmm. I love just having like my oil, like I have peppermint on my desk pretty much every day. 
And I just love it because when I'm working with clients, if I feel like I need a little boost, I'm just smelling the peppermint. And sometimes I'll just leave it open for a few minutes to let the smell come out of it. But I love, I love peppermint. Peppermint, lavender, mm, yum. I love so it. So there are oils that can help you protect your energy too. Let's talk so about that. Let's talk about that because when you do, you know, you work with people or you're sensitive, you can take on people's stuff. I personally have, um, I can't go into Costco. That's my place. I have a panic attack in there. Um, so I just don't go. But if I was in an emergency and I had to go to Costco, uh, what I do is I put oregano on the top of my head and that's going to protect my crown chakra from any like unscrupulous beans from wanting to kind of get inside. And I will take petty grain essential oil and put that over my navel as mm -hmm. an energetic block to keep other people's psychic hooks and energies from coming in. And then I take tea tree and put it on my wrist creases as another protection point. So you kind of think of, you know, if you're uh, intuitive, you know, your centers where stuff gets in and take an essential oil that is blocking. I like those three. They're my favorites, but you might intuitively think clove because clove is your ally and actually apply it to those different areas. So I do that before I ever go out into public situations because I am super sensitive. And then if I come home, you know, and I'm like, oh, they're like some stuff. I'll either take cedar wood, rosemary, or guayac wood. And I give myself like a bath, like an energetic bath. Then the last tip I'll give you is I make a spray out of clary sage, lemongrass, and peppermint. And I can keep that in my purse. And if I just want to clear the energy or the space, I'll like spritz it around me. It smells really good. So sometimes people don't mind if you're like, hey, do you want to be spritzed with my aromatherapy spray? <laughs> Little do they know that you're like, ooh, you got some stuff. But the sprays are great because when I used to have a physical office, like in the olden days, <laughs> I couldn't light anything in there because it was an old right. building so I would make a spray and people would come into the room they're like oh it smells so good in here I'm like yep that's my clearing spray and then people wanted to start buying it so I was selling it but it just oh I loved it so good and I'm like I should make another one of those <laughs> yeah it's fun let me know if you can come up with a good recipe Oh, I will. I should, I'm going to, you know what, after this, now I need to go digging in my hoarder closet in my office. It's the closet where everything just goes to die. Cause I don't know where to put it. And I remember I had my recipes on little post-it notes in there. I'm going to see if I can find them. Cause there's one that you would like, it was called kiss my sass and it was an energizing blend, but it's interesting about the Costco thing that you're talking about for years. I don't like to go to concerts and stuff. There's too many people there for years. I, I also do not enjoy the Costco trips, but I didn't know why for a lot of years until I learned about energy and energy management and our energy body and our energy centers and all the things. So now bubbling myself up and clearing and protecting, it's a little better, but there's something about Costco. As a thing. I'm just like, Ooh. it's too much. It's a lot of humanity. That's what I feel. There's a lot of humanity happening in here. It is a lot. 
I'm just like, no. So I just don't, I don't go to spaces like that anymore. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I don't have a Costco card and I will, I will spend a little bit more on my groceries. It is okay. Me too. And if I need something from Costco, like the gluten-free crackers that I love, I have friends that will get them for me. <laughs> That's right. Right. I'm like, hey. Taking care of ourselves, protecting ourselves. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. Oh, so much goodness in this. So many tips and so many things for people to be doing. If you're listening to this and you're like, wow, that's really cool. And you try out some of these things, please screenshot this podcast. Tag me on Instagram. Tag Aaron on Instagram. Your Instagram is Jasmine and Juniper or Juniper and Jasmine. Jasmine and Juniper Living. Yeah. So I'm going to have that in the show notes. If people want to... Cause I know you also do business coaching. You have like a laser focused strategy session for people. How do people find you for that? Which I'll also put yep. in the show notes. So, hang out on Instagram. Feel free to find me there. There's links in my profile or you can go straight to my website, which is jasmineandjuniper.com. I've got lots of resources. If you're already an oily person, if you're brand new to essential oils, I create uh, aromatherapy ritual for you. So you come to me and you say, I've got all the things, you know, stress, anxiety, depression, aching back, whatever it is. And I give you, here's what you're going to do with the oils. Cause that's where a lot of people get lost is maybe they get some essential oils and they're like, what do you like, what do you do with these things? I don't know. So I like to give people a simple, like, this is my daily habit. Once you start using them, they will probably start talking to you as well. So now I walk by my oil box and they're like, hey, you need rosemary. And I trust that. But when you first start getting started and then the laser coaching, I have been an entrepreneur for the better part of 19 years. I've built two very successful businesses. And my gift is looking at what you have going on. I can see your potential. Sometimes it freaks people out. So I'll just warn you, but I can see your potential and help you carve a path to it. Specifically with consistency, that's my superpowers. Let's figure out how you can be consistent with your oil use and with your business creation. So I'd love to chat. Anybody just reach out to me. We'll see what happens. I love that. And Aaron and I are going to be creating a masterclass that's going to blow your minds and we're just working at the details of it. So you're going to, you're going to see us together doing some more stuff, which is going to be super cool. And I'm stoked about it. Um, so this is the limitless life podcast. I always like to ask people, what does living a limitless life mean to you? Oh, you're asking me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a limitless life. It's that I, I get to say and instead of either or. Mm, that's fucking powerful, man. <laughs> wow. Sometimes I laugh at myself because I'm the type of person that lives. I live on a five acre farm, and I I would probably have a white leather couch. I, I probably would. And my husband is always like, honey, that just doesn't go together. I'm like, you can't. I'm like, yes, I can. I can. I can have it all. And it's not either or. 
Oh, I just got full body shivers. Yes. I love that. Thank you so much for taking this time out to hang out with me today. I've loved this conversation. I love you. Like just so much goodness. So thank you for being here with us today. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. You have no idea how much I love and appreciate you for taking time to listen because shows like this are not possible without people like you. You can find me over on Instagram at underscore Brenda Johnson. Beg me to post and let me know what your favorite episode has been. And if there's something that you want to hear, let me know. Shoot me a DM and I'm always going to get back to you. I want this podcast to help as many people as possible. So please take a moment if you can to leave me an honest comment and review so I know what you think of the show. And if you could, help me spread the love by hitting that share button. 